and welcome to an episode of Interview 180, a feature program of The Urban Breakdown. Today's guest is, damn it, motherfucker, hold on, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to an episode of Interview 180, a featured program of The Urban Breakdown. Today's guest is Tashia Scott, who is a longtime advocate for abuse survivors. She is the founder of the project, where she serves as a facilitator, mentor, life coach, motivator, and manager. In late 2009, Tashia saw the need for a healing center worldwide to connect learn from one another's past experiences, and today she's going to tell you about the impact she is trying and will and continues to make regarding domestic violence, regarding healing, regarding mentoring, regarding self-empowerment. Tashia, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Today's a beautiful day to be alive, and we are living in some very interesting times. So yes, your project, your empowerment focus, to me, is right on time based on everything that I'm seeing in the world today. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about your program, your project. Well, the, the name of the project is called Empath 360. It's Empath 360. Mm-hmm. Um and what it is, it's the home of domestic violence survivors and their family. We just believe here over at Empire 360 that we can heal one story at a time. And how do we heal? We believe in healing inward, outward. Um, it's just my belief, just not being an advocate, also a, a domestic violence survivor, that when it was time for me to come out of my situation, the programs that I saw around, they were half facilitating. So I used and took a page out of my own notebook of domestic violence and began to build into the community exactly what my needs were. So it's kind of like if you see a need, you facilitate a need. Indeed, indeed. What you indicated that you had um, experience, I mean, your own experience contributed to the project in which you're headlining right now. Can you tell us a little bit about your past regarding domestic violence? Oh, definitely. Um, my first situation I encountered was in an 11-year marriage. Uh, I didn't know that I was a victim because in that marriage it was uh, what, what most people don't pay attention to. It was more of emotional and verbal abuse. And he would cut me down with his words, and I would come back at him with my words. And he would come back at uh, emotionally uh, handicapping me, and I would look at that as a way of, okay, he didn't love me because he would do things what we call uh, emotional manipulation. Um, and a lot of people, they don't even understand what this is. Emotional blackmail is real. Where you send the person, you could just send so many text messages, the person's not responding, but they're receiving these messages or calling their phone and they're looking right at their phone and they're not answering the phone. Well, for a person like myself dealing with abandonment issues before that marriage, it was another sign of abandonment. So he would control me in that realm, and then it went from those two lines of abuse to raising his hand. And I I speak from twofold, especially from that experience. Um, He would hit me, and it wouldn't – it came about a time where I began to fight back physically. And this is why I stayed in the marriage longer. 
because I didn't see myself as a victim because I would fight back. It wasn't until later, and I'm talking years after the marriage had dissolved, that I was sitting in a chair with a therapist, and she looked at me and said, you are a domestic violence survivor, and it's okay to say that. It wasn't until she looked me in my eyes and said to me, it's okay to say that, that I dropped this whole tough girl exterior, and I said, you know what? I did survive that. I am a survivor of domestic violence. No matter if he raised his hand to me and I raised mine back, mm-hmm. I survived that thing. And that's when I had to get serious with myself and say, you've got some healing to do. Okay. Yes, indeed. Empath 360 seems like... um. From what I understand about it, it seems like a great project, a very powerful, mm-hmm. powerful project. Give us some, can you give us some more details about this project, this endeavor that you are putting forth? Oh, man, I'm so excited, and thanks for asking about that. So Impact 360 is, is a place that is so different from any other facility you will ever encounter. My not-for-profit helps women, men, teens, and young adults. Most domestic violence centers, they don't look at men as domestic violence victims. Well, I know firsthand from working with five clients right now who happen to be male that are going through this very same thing that I went through as a woman they're experiencing in their marriages today. And so what I believe in is taking the person for 90 days, teaching them how to reinvent themselves and reinvest in themselves. I have a saying that I've coined. You are the best investment for your life. You cannot invest in the lives of others until you are 110% invested in you. So people say, why do you say 110% instead of 100%? And that answer is easy. There are some days that I feel like I'm giving it all that I have, but then I fall short. There are some days that I feel like I can go out here and motivate the whole world, and after I'm done motivating the world, I come back and I look at myself in the mirror, and I just feel drained. Well, that other 10% is for me, that I get to pull back and get back in that, that emotional bag and pull from that 10% in order for myself to move forward. And so Empathy 60 is the home of that individual, that survivor, man, woman, young adult and teen, who says, I'm tired, and enough is enough. Indeed, indeed. Thank you. It sounds like a very powerful program, Empath 360. Um, I understand that you um, are trying to raise funds to um, build a new facility. Tell people about what yes. you're trying to do and how they may be able to contribute to help your dream manifest. Well, we are going to be having a series of fundraising points right now working with local businesses. I don't care if you have a hair salon, barber salon, nail salon, um, a boutique, a restaurant, uh, bed and breakfast, even the backyard of your own house. If you believe in this cause and you want to see something done, if you yourself have been a survivor of domestic violence or know a friend or family member, this is something that you could definitely get behind and what we classify paying it forward. The funds that we're building is going to help build a safe house and enrichment center so that we can be able to pull more families out of a troubling situation. We want to be able to teach you about self-investment. We want to teach you even how to balance a checkbook. Believe it or not, 
a lot of survivors have been crippled from even knowing how to balance a checkbook. It happens to me. And we want to be able to, to bring in experts to show you, A, how to balance a checkbook, teach you about food and nutrition, teach you about self-fulfillment, self-guidance, uh, getting in touch with your spirituality, and just loving on you. And so with the money that's being raised, we're looking for also a property that's off the grid because it's about that 90-day self-investment that we're looking to do. And how do you get involved with that? It's simple. You can simply go to www.loveisagift.com, and love is spelled L-U-V, loveisagift.com, and you can donate online or you can just get with me, and, and I'll be glad to send over some forms, and you can connect and give that way. All right. I have an understanding that you're working on a domestic violence app. Can you give us some more details about that? As I feel it's a very necessary application, especially during this day and time. Yes. The app is simple. The app is an app where if you are familiar with the commercial, I've fallen and I can't get up kind of like an ADT swiftly get help right away. The survivor will be able to communicate with a dispatcher for law enforcement to tell them exactly what type of weapons the abuser has because there's a difference in answering a call and the perpetrator has a gun or a knife or a baseball bat or a shoe. So you'll be able to communicate the type of weapons. You'll be able to communicate how many exits and entrances are to the home. You'll be able to help law enforcement say exactly where you are located in the house, if there's any minors in the house, if the perpetrator is drunk or high, because that's a big difference as well when answering a domestic violence call. Um, and we'll be able to help you locate safe houses. Also, um, going through my own personal situation, my, my abuser won his criminal part of um, the legal aspect because I forgot the actual date from him knocking my head around, I had forgotten the actual date that he assaulted me. So also in this app, you'll be able to keep a hidden diary of your offenses that will help you move forward in court. Okay. <clears throat> I noticed that you indicated that it was um, helpful or beneficial to law enforcement. Tell me, how did you make the connection with working with law enforcement, and how is that moving forward? Making a connection with law enforcement was relatively easy. Having a, um, a few of my Mason brothers who are cops uh, said to me a long time ago, they have sometimes the worst experiences when answering domestic violence calls. Uh, one or two things happen. The victim is so afraid to tell the story or she's so afraid that, you know, fear sometimes can be crippling. And when it cripples you, it hits you emotionally. So they weren't able to get the details out. Now, if you have this app and you're able to communicate exactly what's going on, you don't even have to talk to law enforcement. They can just pull it off right there. So I've spent a lot of time with police departments sitting in classrooms with them, going on, on ride-alongs, talking about the one-on-one. -on -one. If I could create an app that could help you return safely to your loved ones or also help you be able to communicate with a survivor of domestic violence, what would that app look like? And so spending time with them, we were able to create this app that I'm super proud about. All right. Well, I look forward to um, downloading this app for myself and sharing it with my friends and family. Thank you. As well as associates. Thank you so much. What, what would be the name Thank of you. the app? 
<laughs> I'm not going to disclose that yet, but we will be revealing it in about four weeks. Okay. Um, and although this, this, although this app was birthed out of domestic violence, this is an app not just for domestic violence survivors. This app is for anyone who's in trouble. Um, a person pulled me to the side of notes. I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Someone pulled me to the side who knows that I'm working with the app and um, explained to me that their aggressor was able to sexually assault them and uh, physically assault them. And he said to me, and it's a guy, he said, if this app was around when this was happening, it probably would not have stopped this person from doing these things to me, but it would have shortened the amount of time that I was being assaulted. Mm. And that that did something to me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it did something to me wholeheartedly, and it just made me just push forward even more to be more diligent in getting this created. Indeed, indeed. I look forward to seeing the impact that this app is going to have on a population that is often underserved and unheard. Yes, yes. So October is coming up. October has been deemed Domestic Violence Month um, as well as other things. Um, what are you doing for the month of October in regards to domestic violence? Well, for the month of October, actually for the month of October leading up into the month of February, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be having domestic violence rallies, a concert, um, a visual. You know, we want to pull together all the victims that we've lost universally across the globe. Uh, we want to show pictures of them and have a candlelight visual. We're going to have some um, spoken words being done. Uh, shout out to my guy, Joseph Church, you know, and he does City Soul Cafe. He has opened up his home for us to be able to come in, work together as a collaborative team so we can get some poets in, um, raise money for the safe house, and uh, sell some product, you know, sell some product and be able to just teach people, again, go into these rural communities and teach them about self-investment, man. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. You, you can find me on a corner. You can find me in the hood. You can find me at the, in the, the boardroom talking about, you know, self-investment because it, it starts there. The perpetrator comes in through your weaknesses, and a lot of weakness is self-esteem. They see that. They prey on that. And so I, I want to be influential in teaching you about the buildup and the best real estate, which is you. So that's what I'm going to be spending my time doing in the month of October, loving on you until you're able to get it and love yourself. Indeed, indeed. Well, I know you have two books. One is called Perpendicular Love and Eat. Ah. Can you tell us about your <laughs> yeah. book and how to um, go about purchasing such books? Oh, man. Well, it, that's funny because both books will be available in the month of October, right? Uh, Perpendicular Love. Ugh. It's, it's exactly what it seems like. Um, I've always been in these unbalanced relationships. You know, my partner was able to manipulate the world out of me. Oh, you don't love me because you don't such and such. And I would believe that. And I would search that. Well, you know, he's, he's right. Maybe I, maybe I don't love him. Maybe I, I, I can be a lot better in that area. Uh, and he would take, just take, emotionally take from me. And so he would knock me down physically, and he would buy me expensive gifts. 
And so I said, I, I guess it balances. I guess it makes sense. And right. perpendicular, my <laughs> my parallel love partner is is the perfect love partner who looks at the situation, looks at your needs, facilitates your needs. And it's not a what can you do for me. It's a what do we do for each other. We're balanced. We're balanced. We're balanced spiritually. We're balanced physically. You know, we're balanced emotionally. And it's you and I. It's not what can I get from you and continue to take from you. It's all about the real estate of the perfect peer partner. All right. Well, I look forward to reading Perpendicular Love by Tashia Scott, which can be found at loveisagift.com. That's L-U-V-I-S-A-G-I-S-T.com. And Each War, what is the book Each War about? Man, Each War is about the breakdown that happens in domestic violence because some wars that happen, uh, it's physical, it's emotional, it's verbal, and the main war that they forget about is a lot of authors who have written domestic violence books, but they tend to forget about that emotional war. The emotional war is the war that stays with you years after you've left your abuser. See, people are concerned about the scars that they can see, but no one is concerned about the scars that are on the inside. Like I can still have days where I know I can look at myself in the mirror and I feel sexy, I feel attractive. But some words that my abuser have said to me upon walking out that door, it has made me about face, take off my makeup, take off my heels, and I stayed myself inside for the day because his emotional abuse stayed with me all this, all these years. And so each war is breaking down exactly what happens when you've been emotionally abused, physically abused, you know, and verbally abused. Right. All right. All right. Well, that sounds like a, another powerful book that I look forward to hearing, um, reading. Oh, I've got a lot of books to buy in October. Gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> you said both those books will be out in October, which is also deemed yes. Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Okay. Yes. All right. So tell people how to, you know, one, get your product and find you via social media. All right, guys. If you're looking to be connected to a greater cause, even if you yourself has been a victim of domestic violence, a family member, a friend, please look for us at www.loveisagift.com. That's www.loveisagift.com. Love being spelled L-U-V-I-S-A-G-I-F-T. Loveisagift.com. Or connect with me via Instagram at loveisagift.com or at Tashia Scott. All right. Any final words, Ms. Scott? Yes, yes, yes. If I could ever leave you with anything, I want to leave you with you are the best investment for your life. You cannot invest in the lives of others until you are 110% invested in you. No matter what you're doing or who you are, you are worthy. And never let anyone take that from you. And as I always close out all my videos with, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. All right. And that's Tashia Scott of loveisagift.com, L-U-V-I-S-G-I-F-T dot com. Look to see how her domestic violence app manifests in the month of October, as well as look to purchase her two books, 
that are coming out in the month of October as well. October is going to be a big month for Ms. Scott. The books are Perpendicular Love. The other book is Each War, both sure to be on the New York Times bestsellers list based on the content yes. you just indicated to us because it's very much needed, especially in this day and time. And that concludes this episode of Interview 180. This policy is valid from January 4th, 2019. This podcast is a personal podcast written and edited by F. Christopher Blue and his conglomerates at morethantherapy.org. For questions about this podcast, please contact staff at morethantherapy.org. The podcast accepts form of cash advertising, sponsorship, paid insertions, or other forms of compensation. The compensation received may influence the advertising content, topics, or posts made in this podcast. That content, advertising space, or posts may not always be identified as paid or sponsored content. The owners of this podcast is compensated to provide opinion on products, services, websites, and various other topics. Even though the owners of this podcast receives compensation for our post or advertisements, we always give our honest opinions, findings, beliefs, or experiences on those topics or products. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are purely the podcast's own. Any product claim, statistic, quote, or other representation about a product or service should be verified with the manufacturer, provider, or party in question. This podcast does not contain any content which might present a conflict of interest.